During our last two podcasts, Fred Andersky, Director, Demo Sales and Service Training at Bendix, has been talking about FMCSA's large truck and bus crash fans and what they mean for drivers. He's here again to talk about what can be done to mitigate the chance of a crash occurring. I'm Denise Rondini. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix. This podcast series will help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. Fred, nice to have you back for this last podcast on FMCSA's Large Truck and Bus Crash Facts. Denise, it's great to be back with you again. The statistics from the report are sobering. Are there things fleets can be doing to help mitigate crashes? Yes, Denise, when you realize, as the data from the Large Truck and Bus Crash Facts shows, 78% of the crashes involving a heavy truck occur during daylight, and 71% of those crashes happen on a clear day. So there's more going on to crashes than the weather and uh, the technology and the truck itself. So some of the things a fleet can and should do that may help them reduce crashes include training, Always a big, uh, big topic. And as we talked about, one of the four T's of driver safety, making sure drivers and technicians have a good understanding of the what's on their trucks and how it can help a driver. And just as importantly, how to make sure it's going to stay in good working order. You know, Bendix provides a lot of useful tools from operators' manuals and videos to live driver training sessions and technology demos as well as technician schools uh, to help technicians learn, as well as helping drivers learn about the technologies. Of course, spending quality time with a good driver trainer for those of you who drive, uh, as well as practice, practice, practice helps there as well. Technology, one of the other T's of driver safety, uh, is also important. You know, today's driver assistance technologies are a far cry from the old days of the quote-unquote bridge detection systems. You know, Denise, those things that every time you went under the bridge, the thing went off to alert you that you were driving under a bridge. Today's technologies are delivering better performance and support for drivers with less false alerts and fewer false interventions. Understanding the technology, however, is critical. You know, there's a lot of hype out there about autonomous cars and trucks. You know, here's a bulletin. The technology available today is not driverless. So please don't turn on your adaptive cruise control and go make yourself a cup of coffee. Results are not going to be good. And that's why it's important to reinforce that the technology is providing alerts and interventions um, along with some of the helpful alert-only technologies, are driver assistance, not driver replacement. Now, maintenance is also important. Keeping the trucks in good shape, especially tires and brakes, means the truck is prepared for when the driver and or the technology need to intervene to help mitigate a crash. This is another area where Bendix can help. And I mentioned that we offer three-day brake schools and a hands-on advanced two-day school around the country to help technicians better understand, troubleshoot, and repair the Bendix systems they're working on. And my last point, but not the least point, Denise, is data. 
Information about what's happening on the road is useful in a number of ways. First, it helps keep safety managers up to speed on what drivers may be having issues and what issues they may be having. Are they following too close? Are they having an unusually high amount of interventions? Information from tools like our Safety Direct system can help fleets figure out what's up and address the issue before the issue becomes a crash. Training, technology, maintenance, and data. Just a few thoughts that come to mind regarding what a fleet can do to help reduce crashes. So what's the role of advanced driver assistance systems in mitigating collisions? Well, with 41,086 large trucks rear-ending passenger vehicles in 2019, by the way, that's almost one rear-ender every 12 minutes, Collision mitigation technologies can assist the driver in a number of ways to help keep them apprised of what's happening on the ever-changing road. First, these systems deliver following distance alerts. Yes, I know this is a big complaint issue for drivers. The thing's always beeping. But one of the things to remember is that if you're getting an alert, the system is telling you that you may be too close and perhaps it's a good time to back off. After all, I think we all know that increasing distance is usually tied to increasing safety. Having some distance between you and the forward vehicle helps you buy time to apply the right tactics, like we discussed in the last podcast, to avoid that crash. You know, Denise, this keeping space concept is really important when the road gets wet, snowy, or icy. We've done some testing on this up at our winter test facility in Houghton, Michigan, And what we found is that as the road gets slicker, the alerts become even more important. Again, it's about buying time. 80,000 pounds doesn't stop on a dime, even when the road is nice and dry. So you can imagine what can happen when the coefficient of friction between the road and your truck tires gets closer and closer to zero. Every millisecond of time gives the driver an opportunity to mitigate the crash. So a couple of rough estimates, again, to show why alerts are important. You know, the coefficient of friction, you know, we talked about that a little bit on drive pavement for truck tires is about 0.8. This drops significantly for hard packed snow down 78% to 0.2 and on ice down to down 89% to a coefficient of friction of 0.1. Remember zero is basically nothing. Translate this into rough stopping distance and an 80,000 pound truck goes from stopping an approximately 335 foot on a dry surface to about 965 foot on a packed snow and over 1600 foot on an icy surface. You know, Denise, that's a whole lot of dimes to stop on, especially when conditions go beyond dry. So alerts and initial collision mitigation braking can help buy the driver time. That said, the alert driver is typically going to react before the system does, but it never hurts to have a wingman. Fred, you know, there's a lot of misunderstanding about what these systems can and equally cannot do. Can you maybe clear up some of those misunderstandings? Sure thing, Denise. First, these are crash mitigation technologies, not crash avoidance technology. 
The only real crash avoidance technology that exists today is a safe, well-trained alert driver practicing safe driving techniques, such as keeping adequate distance and driving the proper speed for conditions. The collision mitigation systems that we talk about are driver assistance, as we mentioned, not driver replacement, designed to alert the driver to take action if he or she hasn't already. And if the driver doesn't take action, to react by cutting throttle and applying the brakes as needed to help, again, the driver mitigate that crash. Second, they won't mitigate or lessen the severity of all crashes. There are times when the systems may react late or not at all. We have a challenging scenarios document that provides details on situations where the system may be delayed in reacting or not react at all. And there are other situations, such as oncoming cars and cross traffic, that the systems are not designed to react to. Again, knowing the system on your vehicle is important to helping understand how it can deliver performance when you need it. Most important, however, is that the driver drives and relies on their skills to avoid situations. Keep the technology in the back pocket. Now, Denise, this doesn't mean that these systems are worthless, and quite the contrary. A number of fleets have noted significant cost reductions through less crashes of the types these technologies are designed to help drivers mitigate. I've heard statistics of 70 to 90% rear-end crash reductions and similar cost savings. And in fact, Denise, don't wanna name names here, but there are even drivers out there who have acknowledged to me that the system has helped to save their bacon and they believe in the technology. What can fleets learn from the data collected when these safety systems have to intervene? You know, data is important to the fleet as well as for the driver. From the fleet perspective, data that maybe shows repeated interventions can help the fleet better train drivers around their specific needs instead of a one-size-fits-all approach. Helping a driver improve skills, technique, and safety, and be aware of certain situations where they may be getting too close, for example, or going too fast, helps both the driver and the fleet avoid crashes. And avoiding crashes, Denise, not only saves money, but saves careers. From the driver perspective, nothing helps the driver more in a crash situation than data that shows the situation was not the truck driver's fault, but the fault of another vehicle or person creating the situation. So as I like to say, Denise, don't fear the data. Wasn't that a great song from Blue Oyster Cult a number of years back? Well, I guess it was don't fear the reaper, not data, though some drivers may think Data is the reaper. Again, data, if you're a good driver, is your friend. If you're a poor driver, it can help you become a better driver. So to wrap up, let's talk about the importance of drivers in vehicle safety, both today and in the future. While the technology is improving, Denise, we're going to see more automated functions, but I'm not expecting us to see driverless trucks anytime soon. However, as more automation enters the cab, this does start to create a bit of a conundrum. The role of the quote-unquote safety driver as backup to the system. 
Personally, I think there's a lot a driver needs to consider before they play the role of backup for an autonomous system, especially around the issue of liability. If the system fails, whose fault is it if a crash occurs? The technology provider, the OEM, the fleet, the driver? Expecting a driver to be alert when an autonomous system is doing the driving and then needs the driver to intervene may create more issues than expected, which is why these need to be explored and understood before we put fleets and drivers into difficult situations with regard to their lives and liability. That's why I'm still a big proponent of driver assistance, where the driver is really still in control of the vehicle and driving the, the truck, and the technology supports them. I don't like the place where it's driver replacement and the driver just becomes a bystander until the system can't handle the situation. Drivers need to drive and technology needs to support that aspect. So Denise, I'm not going to give up my CDL anytime soon because I think drivers are going to be needed for a long, long time to come. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director of Demo Sales and Service Training at Bendix, about how technology can help mitigate large truck crashes. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Truck Talk, Fred. Thanks, Denise. Always good to be with you on Truck Talk. Subscribe to Truck Talk with Bendix on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. To learn more about Bendix products, visit knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge-doc.com. You'll also find an archive of previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini, and thanks for listening to Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.